Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of September, 2023. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy National Gibberish Day from a podcast that deals with politics. And happy National String Cheese Day from a podcast that originates in Wisconsin. It appears that since the last podcast, the level of controlled chaos has maintained its consistent level. So let's get after it and let's jump into some news together. As we get started, quick note before I really get into what I was going to talk about. This morning, I saw some national poll results from a recognized polling organization They've done ongoing polling to try and track how public sentiment has changed over time. They really try to get a diverse cross-section, gender, education level, geography, economics, all that stuff to represent a cross-section of the U.S. So, here's why it caught my attention. The poll was conducted last week, Monday and Tuesday. So, recently, they asked registered voters whether the worst of the pandemic was behind us. Back in July, 60% said yes, the worst of the pandemic is behind us. Last week, 50% of voters believe that the worst of the pandemic is behind us. I really feel like I missed something because that number has been slowly ticking up for over the past year. So a 10% drop, even if you account for polling margin of error, and even if you're skeptical about polling accuracy in today's day and age, that's still a big shift. The results also said that 30% of the population thinks that the worst of the pandemic is still to come. Again, I feel like I must have missed something in the news cycle to make that many people think that this isn't going to quietly taper off and live in the margins like many of the other viral crises we've had. So, I guess we'll see. In other news... Since yesterday was National Voter Registration Day, probably isn't a coincidence that two voting-related Wisconsin constitutional amendments were reintroduced to continue their journey. These two amendments already passed both houses of the legislature once, and if they're passed again, they'll appear on the ballots of the 2024 spring election. If a simple majority votes yes, the people of Wisconsin will have amended their state constitution. One of the amendments has two parts, to prohibit private donations and grants from being used in connection with a primary election or referendum, and part two, saying that only election officials designated by law can perform tasks to conduct elections. Okay. Amendment number two will specify in Wisconsin law that only U.S. citizens are able to vote in Wisconsin elections. There's a federal law that says only U.S. citizens can vote in federal elections, and this will apply the same standard to Wisconsin elections since not every ballot has a national item to vote on. Stay tuned to the Weekly Insider for updates on what happens with these two amendments. In other news... Since it's also National Care for Kids Day, wanted to fill you in and update you on some of the feedback that's been coming in since our updates on the competing bills and plans and proposals relating to the child care industry. 
been hearing from business owners in this industry is stuck between a rock and a hard place as much as any other industry right now. On the expenses side of their businesses, they're looking at the same inflation every business has had to cope with. In the first year after COVID, businesses typically saw their operating expenses jump somewhere between 30 and 50%. The year after that, they typically went up another 20 to 40%. Those are big jumps. On the revenue side, the families that are already paying monthly rates the size of mortgage payments are not going to be well equipped to handle those kind of jumps. And this is in an industry where the margins were already thin pre-COVID. And pretty soon, there's a lot of families that can be quickly priced out of the marketplace. On top of that, I've heard stories of schools, public schools, offering daycare services to their teachers, which takes business away. There's programs like Boys and Girls Clubs that are getting other grants that have had monies to start to offer free daycare services, which also takes enrollment and some of the current grant dollars away from the businesses. It's an industry in flux because they're also struggling to stay competitive with wages in other industries. From my vantage point, it all looks really similar to what evolved with the restaurant industry. At some point, child care centers are going to have to make some hard decisions. Some will buckle under the pressure and close. Some will have to make hard decisions and pass the costs of the business onto the customer. And it's going to result in families being priced out of the market. It's going to have ramifications on the economy, on unemployment, on absenteeism. The reality is there's bills targeted towards this industry, but you can't legislate your way out of a market correction. Market corrections are typically painful. At best, you soften it, but you still have to go through it, and you're left with unintended consequences to boot when you legislate things to try and make that happen. It'll be interesting to see how we navigate it and overcome. In closing, I leave you with this quote from Abraham Lincoln. Quote, democracy is the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Please, at a minimum, get a participation trophy. Have a great second half of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.